As we begin, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is being recorded and created, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and their connections to land, sea and sky. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples here today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hello, here we are. We are in our very first episode of the Art of Connection podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) I'm also welcoming myself here. I'm currently sitting on the couch with a beautiful cozy blanket. It's nice and quiet. There's a little bit of a breeze outside. I can hear the leaves rustling and I'm sipping a chamomile tea while I record this. Welcome. My name is Yana. This is the very first episode of The Art of Connection and I thought I would give you a little background as to, you know, why, you, why you've why you got me in your ears today. <laughs> like most things in my life, this idea um, was a very strong and quick intuitive nudge and at first I actually resisted it. I thought, oh no, please, please don't put this in my head. I... I don't want to feel like a wanker, (laughs) as honest as that is. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought, actually, hang on, this is a beautiful, brilliant, big opportunity for me to be able to talk about the connections that we have with ourselves, with other people, but most of all, the way that art and being a creative or an intuitive creative can bring a sense of connection, you know, with our environment, with ourselves, our mental health, our loved ones, little moments in the day. So basically, the art of connection is about the ways in which we connect to art and how that helps us in our lives. My intention for this podcast is to get in your ears the voice of women and creatives who have experience in this world, particularly if you're a creative and you feel stifled and stuck, I think it's always helpful and it helps stoke the fire in your belly of creating more when you hear about other people who have also been able to take their creative passions and really turn it into their livelihood and not just like the starving artist narrative, but people that have really Um, done well for themselves and are living a genuine and wholesome and joyful life because of art and all the ways that art brings them joy and happiness and true contentment. So a little bit about me, I actually, this is all very new for me, if I'm completely honest with you, Uh, this is just going to sound ridiculous. (laughs) So I am a former secondary teacher and that is the very first time that I have said that. I used to teach high school kids, which I adore, English and psychology, mostly VCE kids, so 16, 17, 18-year-olds. And I did that for five years before I had my daughter, Daisy, who 
was born in 2019, so just before the pandemic. I didn't realise how burnt out I was at the time. And I also didn't realise at the time that I was um, neurodivergent and that I had ADHD. So that was probably, well, definitely was contributing to my burnout. So having her was quite a relief, actually, because it allowed me to step back and away from this hectic rush, rush, rush kind of lifestyle. And I had a beautiful little house up in the Dandenong Ranges, um, up in the mountain, and I would travel about an hour and a bit each way to get to work in the mornings. And I just thought, surely there has to be more to life. Um, You know, it's not an original thought, but I definitely had it. And I just thought, how can anyone do this for 30 years? So... When lockdown happened, I actually just kind of never went back to teaching. I just thought I'll just take more of my maternity leave and I'll just take a little bit longer and a little bit longer. And eventually I ended up choosing to separate from my husband when my daughter had almost turned two and deciding to become a single mum. And throughout lockdown, I had um, a business, (laughs) an earring business that kind of kept me afloat and made me some money. So I was able to use the funds from that creative pursuit, which gave me time to myself, especially after becoming a new mum, to kind of, you know, make connections with people on the hills and in beautiful boutiques, you know, around the mountain and with beautiful customers that were friends, but also people that I, you know, was meeting near and far who were liking my work. So once I decided to leave my husband, I I actually can't even remember what the bloody hell happened. What did happen? I left my husband. My daughter was two. She'd also just broken her femur. So she was in like a half body cast. So from her tiny toes up to her waist. <gasps> what a time. She was in a cast. I looked after her for five weeks basically solo while we were separating, selling our house. We'd just gone through this huge storm as well where we had no power for three weeks. So you could say it was quite the hectic time of my life. It also gave me a lot of clarity now that I look back on it because I knew exactly when I was in the trenches of that time, I knew exactly what I was looking for. I remember having kind of like a really clear vision of what I wanted to see when I got out of those trenches. Kind of like when you're at the bottom of the pool and you're looking up at the surface of the water and you can see the sun glimmering down and it's just before you push off from the bottom of the pool. I kind of imagined it to be like that where you can kind of feel the pressure in your ears and on your face and behind your eyes and you're really ready to take that next big breath and that is the point that I sold our house. I moved us down off the mountain um, to like the eastern suburbs of Melbourne where we happily live now. We've been here for two years and I also met my partner in that time as well. So life is much easier, much better. And part of that is due to the fact that I am pursuing my creative pull. I have this magnetic pull and drive to be creative and live as an artist and an intuitive teacher to work with ceramics and work with clay and teach people how to make beautiful things with clay. 
So my brand is called Oaken Haven. That has been created now for 12 months. So it's been around for 12 months now. And oh my God, I'm so proud of myself. And the things I have achieved with that, it's actually been astronomical beyond my wildest dreams. I had a financial goal that I wanted to set in the first year. And I have surpassed that by almost a thousand dollars. Um, we've still got a few weeks left of the financial year. So I'm really grateful for that. (laughs) But essentially I, um, make clay. I love making bowls, incense burners, femme forms, like figures that you can use as like dried blossom holders or incense holders, essentially things that bring us home to ourselves in the everyday So going from working brush, brush, brush all the time in my former life as a teacher, feeling like I could never wee or eat when I needed to or structure my time the way that I needed to, to now having this brand and making it big and I was going to say bold, but I guess like abundant and, you know, wholesome and true. I really... I I love the connections that it has brought to me. I host Clayhaven workshops where I teach you how to make whatever it is that you desire. It could be a mug. Just the people that come into these spaces and we learn from each other. I really, I really, really love that. So that's a little bit about me. Oakenhaven, I think this is really important actually. At the time that I decided to leave my husband, took my daughter over with me to Adelaide where I grew up, hung out with my dad and his beautiful partner for a couple of weeks, freshly, freshly, freshly separated. I don't even think we had told anybody yet, like friends and family. And while I was there, I woke up from a magnificent dream and I felt super rested and like my body had just recharged after years and years and years. It's like those super deep sleeps where you wake up and you're like, oh, that was a good one. When I woke up in my mind, I had this white kind of humming glow of the words Oakenhaven. Oh, it gives me goosebumps now actually to think about it. I can remember exactly where I was sitting on the bed, where the window was and When I close my eyes now and kind of come home to myself, I can still see it in my mind's eye. And at the time I was like, oh, that sounds beautiful. I don't really know what that is. I thought maybe it was like a rebrand of my my earring brand. I thought, oh, maybe I need to rebrand that. And I was like, oh, no, that doesn't feel right. Um, And slowly, slowly over time, I have a beautiful friend. We met in mother's group. And she's got a beautiful shop. And she said, come and work with me. I'll give you a few shifts while you're figuring everything out. And at the time, she asked me to do ceramics and (laughs) glazing her pieces. So that's what I did for most of the time when I worked for her. I was finishing off pieces and glazing them and working with clay. And I know she encouraged me a lot. So I wanted to say thank you to Shabana because she was always like, give it a go mate see how you go just have a little play and you know make your own pieces and that was very difficult for me to do I was like a very shy eight-year-old not wanting to try or do something wrong or fail so I was very tentative and slow to warm up but I think that 
the familiarity of playing with that clay helped me so much. And I don't quite know how it started, but I ended up buying a sample block of clay from a wholesaler here in Melbourne and just giving it a go, having a little play and really falling in love with it. I just found that magnetic pull towards what I really wanted to do kind of took hold again. And I eventually closed my old business and I started Oakenhaven. It has been such a breath of fresh air for me. And yeah, I'm learning heaps. I'm not, I'm by no means an expert. I've only been working with clay in this capacity in, as a business for 12 months. It was May last year. And here I am now, just ready to be multifaceted in my expression. So this includes photography, clay, I love to paint, I love to write. Because for me, the connection with this, with art, it is multifaceted. I think they are all threads of the same tapestry. You can appreciate a beautiful show of live music and really see an artist in their flow state while they're playing. And then also look at a painting and really see the same connections there and seeing that thread kind of travel all the way back to the same tapestry of source, I guess. So that's what this podcast is about, the connection that we have with art, but also the art of connection and how that brings us together how it makes us feel, our capacity to love and nourish ourselves so that we can be fully expressed and creative humans. And I'm learning this along the way. The reason that I'm recording this at in the wee hours of the morning <laughs> on my couch drinking my tea is because I'm I told myself at the beginning that I would trust this intuitive nudge. So here I am. I'm showing up for myself. I'm recording this into my phone. I'm sure the sound quality will get better as we go along. (laughs) But here we are. We, I'm here. I'm showing up for myself. In two days' time, I will be completely working for myself. I'm having my last shift at my part-time job. And after that, it's all me, baby. And I'm taking you with me. I decided that I would document this process and show you the journey. It's what it's all about, isn't it? So here we are. I'm learning to show up as my most authentic self, my true self, after years and years and years of not doing so. And let's just see where this takes me. I'm looking forward to all the people, all the conversations, all the experiences and the wonder of where this little podcast, big podcast, will take us. (laughs) Cheers to you for listening. Thank you for being here. If you're here with me in my lounge room right now, I'd be giving you a big squeezy cuddle. And I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. You can follow the journey at The Art of Connection on Instagram. You can follow me at Oakenhaven on Insta as well. Cheers to us. Cheers to showing up and being here and documenting this journey. I am so looking forward to seeing where this goes. Let's do it. Let's go. Up to the stars, baby.